Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. And welcome, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock, we have another hour of car talk. And if you want to join us, you can. Leonard's on the phone. I'm going to get to him in just a minute. But all you have to do is give us a call, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And just kind of your make and model, and let's talk about the issue. I just wanted to follow up with Robert on his catalytic converter. Robert, there are certain parameters that we have with respect to tailpipe emissions, and they might let you have a number that's between 10 and, and 20. So less than 10 is no good, and more than 20 is no good. My fear is, is if unless you put it back the way it was, it's entirely possible that you fall outside pr- the parameters, which would then make it where you couldn't pass emissions in your existing state, and you would have to go back in and and make it right. I'm just a real uncomfortable, and I'm real aware that a, a modification, um, an upstream air leak from a bad gasket can thoroughly mess up the O2 sensor readings. So I'm just worried that you might pay a price later. So anyway, it's up to you. 602-508-0960. We have four lines open. I'm going to go talk to Leonard. Leonard, good morning. Well, good morning, Mark. Uh, I've got a 2015 Chevy Tahoe, and the electronic power steering assist went out. And there is something interesting about that story, too, uh, because I had it to the dealership for that uh, uh, a recall right before that went out. That. that happens all the time. (laughs) You know, I've seen parts and and issues that it had double digit recalls and it's like, okay, well version one didn't work. So we're going to version two. And then pretty soon it's version 11 and then, Oh, it's a redesign. That's 12. So tell me, tell me what more, give me more information. Is it intermittent? Um, It was intermittent in the beginning. Um, So, yeah, we had the recall. It was a, a flash, an update. Some type okay, of it's a, a software module. Yeah. Okay. So three weeks later, we started having intermittent power steering loss, and that that happened for about two days, and then it flat out went out completely. So I took it back to them, and they said it had nothing to do with what they did, um, and then they diagnosed a ground cable. And I said, well, and their price, I didn't like their price. So I checked it out. At, I brought it home and checked it out, and I didn't see a problem. I took it back, and they said, well, we don't see a ground problem anymore, but it's your whole gearbox. It's $2,500. So hmm. I don't know where to go from here. Well, um, in order for us to ground the gearbox, we just have to we have to firmly mount it to a clean piece of metal that that's there now up at the battery we don't we no longer have just a battery cable that goes from the negative terminal to the engine we have to have we have to have from the negative terminal of the battery we have to go to the core support which is the the um, uh, the thing in front of the radiator that holds the headlights in that's called a core support so we're going to run from the battery cable to there. Then we're going to go to the frame down below. Then we're going to go to the engine. Then we're going to go to the firewall. So because the body is mounted in rubber, we have to 
ground the body and ground the frame. So, well, uh, Mark, I don't know where I did check all. I checked all of those grounds, and it, everything looked good to me. I checked a lot of hidden ones, but when I took it back to the dealer, they said, "Well, the ground doesn't seem to be a problem anymore. It's your whole uh, module or your your uh, your gearbox that's bad." Okay, and. I guess the problem is I never had a problem with the steering, and I know it could be a coincidence, but they did a reflash on the power steering module, and then that system went out okay. shortly after they did their update. All right, so in, in, in plain language, um, they reflashed your computer, and in some t- your desktop computer, and sometimes later your monitor went out. I mean, that's really what we're talking about yeah. because the reflash is software within the ECM. They didn't touch the steering box or gearbox or anything. I, I, I'm I enamored by their it, their ability to change the subject. <laughs> you know, oh, we didn't touch your gearbox. Of course you didn't because you were reflashing it. That, that I understand. But And then, oh, it's a ground. But, oh, we our first diagnosis was incorrect. It's just got to be the entire RAM. So... It's, um, I don't know, if I, I were you... How do I get it diagnosed, I guess? Well, it, first of all, it has to be acting up to do that. So, I mean, it... It's, it, it, it's out. Okay. Um, that, My that, power steering is out. That's, that's, um, that's really not... What part of town do you live in? Uh, northwest Peoria. Um, Harker's, 38th Avenue and Indian School. That's as close as I can get you. I know they could diagnose it for you. I mean, I know they could oh. diagnose it for you. And okay, um, good. And the rack's going to come from the dealer no matter what. Most of us buy pretty deep at the dealer, so we don't have to, in the vernacular of a car repair guy, we're not going to rip your head off and cost you a bunch of more money. The idea is, is that it has to be diagnosed. Do we have power and ground at the appropriate places? That's really what it's all about. And most of us will plug in our scanner and talk to it, and it will say, I've lost a connection between B7 and H9. And then you look and you go, well, that's part of the circuit board. That's part of the box. Okay, good. We're de- we're there. So that's the kind of thing it is. But it's, I am tongue in cheek thinking, oh, first it was a bad ground, and now it's the whole the whole enchilada. Um, they kind of glossed right over that. And if it would have been an independent shop or a chain store, I would laugh. And if it was my own, I'd be mad. But it's just the way it is. Electronics, they're like light bulbs. How many times have you had a flashlight that didn't work and you shook it and it started working? It's kind of hard to figure out why it didn't work when it's working, and that's the dilemma you're in right now. But how many miles are on it? Uh, 119,000. Okay. So it's been around the world, what, five times? So, um, I mean, you have to look at it from that perspective. But I also want to tell you that it's okay if you shop price on that because there's only going to be one or two vendors for that thing. It may come in 20 different boxes, but you can shop price if you want. You don't have to worry about there's going to be a tie to quality. If it was an at-school rebuild unit, I'd buy one of those. Yeah, and just getting it diagnosed properly since I have zero confidence in the dealer that I took it to Uh uh, just because of the ground diagnosis at first. But so... Was that Har- Harper's? Or Harker's, H-A-R-K-E-R, Harker's, Harker's Auto Repair, Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue in Indian School. You want the phone number? Uh, sure. 602-278-5556. 
and the phone's going to be asked, answered by Ellen. She's the wife of Bob, who owns it. And be really nice to her. <laughs> she's a very nice lady, but but she doesn't put up with you know. She's just one of those very been in the car business a long time. But she'll be able to help you. And tell her you're you're looking forward. Uh, for uh, you heard that Mark Salem is going to give you a fifty percent discount on the labor, and but you haven't and, got the and, coupon yet. And and that you said they probably couldn't diagnose it, but try it. Well, you said it's out now completely, <laughs> though, right? Oh, that's I'm right. I get kidding. the joke. I get kidding. it. You could do it. Right. Okay, thank you, Leonard. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm feeling ornery today. I'm probably going to get in trouble, but uh, that's okay because what's life like if you're not called to the principal's office every once in a while? Nevertheless, 602-508-0960. It, it really is difficult to diagnose a problem that's an intermittent problem. Intermittently, the dome light doesn't work. Or intermittently, my headlights go to bright all by themselves or whatever. Those are very difficult things. You only have two choices as a car owner. You can hire us to guess and make intelligent guesses, which means let's try the module first or let's go ahead and run a new ground first or let's do this or let's do that. Or you can wait until it fails completely, and then it's a lot easier to diagnose. You have those choices. It's the same way with your air conditioning system. There are times where you say the air doesn't work good, and we drive it and we send you know our, our manager out to, to drive it for two hours. We ask you exactly how it is that you make this happen, and you described it, and we did it. We can't get it to, to act up. It's just we don't know where to go. Is it a blower motor? Now, that's something that happened to us not too long ago. And, and it was no one's fault, but if it, if it was anybody's fault, it was ours. Well, the air conditioning just doesn't work good. That's what the gentleman said. It just doesn't work good. Come to find out the blower motor was bad. So it wasn't that it wasn't blowing cold air. It stopped blowing air. And so it was just a matter of we should have done a better job and talking to him, well, does the air change volume coming out of the vents? Does the air change temperatures? Is it you're driving down the highway and it's blowing nice and cold and then all of a sudden it just goes hot? Well, does it go back to cold? Yes, it does. Okay, okay, we're making progress. It, And then you're saying to yourself, I know it can make cold air. The question is, is why is it going, it's going into default and then coming back to, to, to cold air? Well, where are you setting your temperature? Oh, about 70. Well, what's the temperature in the ambient temperature outside the car? Oh, it's about 70. Okay, well, here, when you set it at 70, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring you from 68 or 69 to 70, but then it's going to go into a neutral mode, and then if it sees the temperature drop back down, then it will come back on. So why don't you pick a, a different temperature and then tell me if that makes the difference. Yes, if I ask for 68, I get cold air all the time. Okay, fine, then that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to look at the ambient, and you're going to have to dial in a couple of degrees below the ambient, and you'll be fine. I'm not going to work on your car because there's nothing to fix. I need to fix you. <laughs> and that's really what it all boils down to. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Okay, uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story because i got time. Um, I bought a, uh, a 2012 Jayco Featherlight trailer. It's a bumper pull two-axle trailer. It's 27 feet. The floor front to rear is 27 feet long. So I bought this for a family member. And because um, I had time, 
I completely renovated this. I, I took the battery box apart. I put new wood. I undercoated everything. I put a new battery in it. I rewired the battery box. I added fuses that they didn't have. I installed two new bus bars, one red for power and one black. I added another propane tank to it. I added a, a bar and a plate to secure the two tanks in the back. Um, I replaced two broken latches to hold the exterior doors open. I put a new fru- propane fuel gauge on it, blah, blah, blah. And then it didn't work. So I have this ultralight trailer. And it's it weighs um, four thousand empty and fully loaded. It weighs five thousand, so it's got a thousand pounds of GVW. It's a side entrance. It's got a roof air conditioning unit. It's really a nice coach. Really a nice coach. So if you're interested in buying something like this, I'm going to tell you right now, cost with no labor. I bought the coach for them, and then I put in a bunch of work. It's eleven thousand eight hundred eighty-four dollars and fifty-two cents. So this. I mean to tell you, with respect to what I did, I went to the water heater, I pulled out the drain in the tank, I flushed it, I cleaned the electrode or the diet or whatever that thing's anode, cleaned it all up, I put new faucets, washers in, I went in and made it really easy to access the filter on the water pump that's underneath the couch. It has a microwave, it has a stove, it has a bathroom and a shower, it has water tanks, it has gray water tanks, it has black water tanks, all that stuff. I went through everything, lubed everything. Here's one thing that you'll love. It has four screw jacks on each corner of it. So I put the, 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 the bubbles on the one corner. And I have this DeWalt gun that if you put it to the jack, and so instead of you cranking them up, you just pull the trigger. <laughs> and it'll, it'll lift the trailer in about the blinks of four eyes. I mean, it's just really an amazing piece of equipment, and it, it recharges when you're driving down the road. So, again, 2012 J-Feather Ultralight, 27-foot. I'm not looking to make any money. $11,884.52, and it's yours, Mark, at MarkSalem.com. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. What is really going on in the real estate market? This is a question we get almost every day. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. This isn't some one-hour real estate infomercial. Arizona Real Estate Matters covers what is happening today in our real estate market. We discuss the current and ever-changing real estate facts and statistics that affect the largest purchase that you'll probably ever make. So for the most up-to-date real estate information affecting the real estate market today, tune in to Arizona Real Estate Matters every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. 
The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. (coughs) When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're talking about cars. If you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. Gil will answer the phone. He's the board op. I'm the one that's in the Barker lounger doing nothing. He's working his butt off, so be nice to Gil because he has slippery fingers, and if you're mean to him, he just kind of slips that one button and dumps you. So it only happens once a year, but somebody will make you mad, and he'll say, Mark Fred off your list. He went away. But um, like I said, maybe once a year we have to get rid of somebody who's just uh, maybe maybe started uh, celebrating New Year's a little earlier or something like that. 602-508-0960. I was talking about that trailer, and again, I'm going to tell you, it's a 2012 Jayco Featherlight 27-foot bumper pull two-axle. Now, people like to buy stuff because I'm such an idiot, but in this notebook that I have here, I can tell you that the battery was $93.85, and I can tell you that the bus bars and the red and black bus bars and stuff was $28.99. I can tell you the year, make, and model of all the parts inside. I can tell you that the refrigerators are Norcold and the model number N-611LT, the smoke detector, and all that kind of stuff. It's because this is the stuff that you need when you're on the road. You have to have this kind of information. And um, there's a, a door to... Uh, a door to cover the power center or power cable below the refrigerator. I had to put that door on. It's a new one, and I I got the part number in case you need another one somewhere down the road. And it actually tells you where I bought it from and how much you paid for it. So those are the kinds of things. It's a well-put-together trailer, but um, and I enjoy doing this kind of stuff. This doesn't happen, but maybe once every two or three years where I end up selling something. But I bought it for someone. It didn't work out. And so I'm going to sell it. So again, it's eleven thousand eight hundred eighty-four dollars and fifty-two cents, or you want if you want to run round it up to eleven thousand eight hundred eighty dollars. I don't care. <laughs> but if you're looking for a trader, and also it uh, it's going to be near the intersection of Warner and I-10, East One Mile on the south side of the road. 
So you'd go to Warner and I-10, you'd go east about a mile, it's on the south side of the road, and I'd give you the address when you send me an email. So cars and cars and cars, and, and, and I think um, with respect to the problems in our industry are typically created by our need to generate sales. Don't forget, it's one of those things where in the old days, every 3,000 miles, and excuse the vernacular, but we got to take a bite of you. Every 3,000 miles when you brought it in for, for your oil change, we found, oh, you need a tire rotation, or you got a little leak here, or you, your windshield washer pump is broken, or you need some wiper blades. That's the way it was. Today, many of you don't are not called in by your owner's manual for a year. Well, we have to make stuff up at that point. And many shops, and when I talk about shops, I'm talking about and it's not necessarily in any particular responsible order, but there's dealers, there's independents, there's chain stores, um, there's mom-and-pop facilities, and there's mobile guys. All of us are in the same boat. If we only get to see you once a year, we've lost a significant amount of sales, so we're going to try to sell you something, and we're going to try to talk you into it. And this is how it sounds in our industry. You know, you can do that, but your transmission today could be $5,000. And I would strongly suggest that you you service the fluid on it every 30 because that will make it last longer. As opposed to having it filled up with sand from the beach, I guess. Because no one knows how long it's going to last because no one knows how it's abused, who abused it, how many times it's pulled a trailer, how many times somebody shifted it into reverse at 20 miles an hour because they were inebriated. It doesn't take into consideration all that stuff. So nobody really knows. I can tell you this much. I firmly believe that your engine and anything made in the last 20 years will last well past 150,000 miles if you don't overheat it severely or run it low on oil. Virtually every engine my shop replaces has been damaged by whoever had their hands on the steering wheel. I, I, I'm only two miles from home, even though the red light is on and it says it's an overheat and I've got steam billowing out from underneath the hood, I can go ahead and make it home. Big mistake. Same thing with oil. Oil consumption is an issue. So if your car is, is using oil and every once in a while you see a little blue smoke out of the tailpipe, you need to keep track of that, which means when you get your you know, your gas every other time, you should check the oil. But most every engine, if not all the engines over the last two or three years, they've either been abused, and most of the time the people won't admit it, but when it comes with a hole in the side of the engine block the size of my fist, somebody <laughs> abused that motor. <laughs> I don't care. Somebody abused it. So the motors we replace have been overheated severely or run low on oil, and they self-destructed. I don't remember the last time we replaced an engine because it's old, it's tired, it's still running, but it's billowing blue smoke or it's running on the top end of the temperature gauge. That brings up another issue. What is an overheat? And if I asked that to 100 people, I would get at least four or five different camps. But let me explain to you. When it's overheating, it's flirting, the needle is flirting with the red zone. Now, many of you and your husbands and many people within the sound of my voice, they believe that the gauge should run between cold and 50% or vertical or the middle of the gauge. That's not true, and it hasn't been true since 1996. 
we want the temperature of your gauge of your engine to run between half and three quarter. You are best served there. And here, let me explain why it's a science question, really. Water boils at 212. Every time you shut your car off, you're going to get a half a tablespoon of water as the air within the engine condenses. And when it condenses, it turns from a vapor to a liquid, and you're going to have some droplets of water that end up in your oil. The only way to get the water out of the oil is to boil it again. So we need to get the, the oil temperature up to 212 or higher. Then the PCV valve is a vacuum cleaner for the engine. Positive crankcase ventilator. PCV. The PCV will suck this moisture-laden vapor out of your engine and send it out the tailpipe. It's going to send it through the burning process, and it's going to send it out the tailpipe. There's a real benefit to all of that, and we can't mess around with all of that. But if I, I get lots of older guys with motor homes and tractors and all kinds of stuff like that that brag about they're running 160 or 180, that's just terrible. That's just terrible. It's just sludge on sludge on sludge. So I'm telling you, every own, we have 30 vehicles in our fleet. That's company vehicles, personal vehicles, kids' vehicles, my wife's vehicles, mine, everything. And I'm going to tell you right now, every single one of them is going to run close to the three-quarter mark on the, on the gauge. That's where we want it to run. And if they're set up properly from the manufacturer and we don't mess around with anything, they'll normally be between half and three-quarters. That's an area where your temperature should run. Don't tell me it's overheating because it's gone past the half mark. That's not an overheat. I don't care what your husband says, ladies. That's not an overheat. Just get them to specifically give you what they see, and you tell us that, and then we can deal with it. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We have five lines open. you got a good chance of getting one. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. It seems like you take care of yourself. I do. I play tennis. I try to eat well. What about screening for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. Colon cancer is more treatable when it's caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and is used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit requestcologuard.com. I'm on it. Excellent. 
Wings for Warriors Foundation is nationally recognized 501c3 nonprofit organization in support of veterans, first responders, and their families. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day Gala, a night of honoring and giving, Thursday, November 11th from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Madison Center for the Arts. There will be a dessert and cocktail reception with live music performances, silent and live auctions, an impactful keynote speaker, and much, much more. Wings for Warriors Foundation supports the holistic needs of veterans, first responders, and their families with transformational growth, well-being, and spiritual fitness. This event will be raising funds to support faith-based trauma counseling, equine therapy, Gold Star Family Retreats, hyperbaric oxygen treatment for PTS and TBI, and camaraderie and healing adventures. Wings for Warriors Foundation goes above and beyond the call of duty for our military and first responder communities. For further event details, tickets, or sponsorships, please visit wingsforwarriors.org. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day Gala. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. All about that. Hey, welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're going to go to the phones because Kathy called. And if you'd like to call, the phone number is 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Kathy, how can I help you? Um, so we have a 91 Hewitt Park Avenue. Um, it's, um, there may be something wrong with the transmission, you think. Um, it's kind of sluggish when you're from stop to maybe um, first to third year. Um, so I've called a couple places, and they don't even really want to look at it. Um, so where should my third call be to? Who's, who's going to take a look at my transmission? Okay, now it's you're going to drive it to the shop, right? Yes, it's, okay. it's working fine, yep. Okay, then um, if I were you, I would strongly suggest that you go to Automatic Transmission Exchange at 40th Street in Washington, who actually handled covered wagons in the early 1900s. <laughs> and, um, and, 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 and transmissions are hydraulically operated, and they, and they used to use engine vacuum, and they used to use throttle pedal activity. Today they're all electronic, but they operate the same. So automatic, and the question is, is would you please drive this? Let me tell you what I want. I, I'd like to go as a passenger. Um, I'll teach you how to make it happen, and then you just tell me. Now, let me ask you a question. How many miles are on it? 111. Okay. So that's not a lot. That's not a lot. No. Um, and, and especially because you said it was a 91. So it's not like you're mm-hmm. driving the wheels off of it. I expected it to be, you know, north of 150 or 200, but no, that's fine. Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, and um, and I know they'll treat you right. I promise you. 
awesome. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I got a couple of um, emails here, and and um, and I'll I'll read them to you because um, Dick writes that every test report I've read that Tesla uses a quote prepared track end quote. That would explain why their acceleration of numbers of these cars are exaggerated beyond what I would be capable of doing on a city street. It's the track has to be really sticky and it has to be keep the tires from spinning the best it can, which would then allow this car to go from zero to 60 in two seconds. Then he also talks about, and obviously Dick's been listening to the show, we had somebody call in about rats and um, and underneath uh, the wiring, and it was Harold. And Dick said, I have a couple of bills um, to... A couple of bills to repair rat-caused wire damage. Apparently, the wires are coated with something that tastes like peanut butter or a product that's involved in peanut butter, and the rats like it. Now I put a small battery-powered device under the hood. It's called an RIS-A-RAT. So it's RISE-A-RAT, R-I-S-A-RAT. R-A-T. It's a small battery-powered device, and it works great. So, Harold, you were the one that called in about rats and eating up your um, uh, gophers, rats, whatever, eating up the wiring underneath your car. So this battery-powered device underneath the hood is R-I-S, Rise, I guess, or Riz, a rat. Yeah, Riz, a rat. That's what it's called, Riz, a rat. Anyway, I don't know what it does. It probably just makes a lot of loud music, and they don't like country western or something like that. I don't really know. <laughs> and then I also got my engineer chimes in again one more time. And um, and and this, there's more than people um, uh, are are actually people that have my phone numbers. Um, it makes a it makes a big difference, and and that's probably what thing. He says first of all, I'm not an engineer. I am not an engineer because in an engineer minds it this is a valid test on the tesla but the test would have to be conducted with tires we do not ever typically see if ever on a passenger car and here's the deal for this car to have this kind of acceleration it has to be in the 14 g's range and and in reality the problem is is it's at, the tires are going to start spinning at 0.7 so 1.4 G's, and let's call it 14, and the tires are going to start spinning at 7. So the roadway has to be different, and tires that we would not normally see or normally be able to buy have been changed, which allows them to say that it'll go from 0 to 60 in 2 seconds. Chances of you get doing that on Camelback are slim and none. Guaranteed. I don't care if it's the hottest day in the world and you flatten all four of the tires, you're not going to do zero to 60. So the prepared track explanation, that and some really sticky tires might very well allow them to have that. But this is a track where you'd probably take five steps out into the track. Your feet would then melt into the pavement and you'd have to just slip out of your shoes and, <laughs> and get the hell out of there, I guess. I don't know. Nevertheless, this is the kind of stuff. And one of them is all mad at me because he says, I'm not an engineer. Well, he probably drives a train. 
it, because most engineers will tell you that they can fix anything that has to do with water, heat, nuclear power, gasoline, propane, <laughs> electrical. I mean, those guys are just the madams of the universe, and there's nothing they can't fix. So he's uh, Jimmy is a walking away from being an engineer. So I'm sorry I called you an engineer. 602-508-0960. You got a comment? Now's the time. 602-508-0960. Larry Elder explains life as a politician in California. And cared all what I said about crime, about homelessness, about the way Gavin Newsom ignored science and shut down this state to the point where a third of all small businesses are now gone forever, that we've only recovered about 50% of our job pre-pandemic, that people are leaving California for the first time in our state's history. And they didn't care about any of that. All they cared about what I said about vaccine and then promptly said that I was wrong. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Today, someone will be included on a work conference call thanks to video relay services. Today, someone will have a support service provider giving them the environmental and visual information to access and connect with their communities. Today, someone among the more than 1 million deaf, hard of hearing, and deafblind Arizonans will enjoy greater accessibility and effective communication thanks to the Arizona Commission for the Deaf and the Hard of Hearing. To learn more, visit ACDHH. Sponsored by the Arizona Commission for the Deaf and the Hard of Hearing. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a team practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the why as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the why. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. You've never done anything so hard in your life. You don't understand how you can finish. It takes inner strength and desire to become a Marine. When I, I finished, I was like, I did it. The moment I will never forget 
is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. Well, nice to see you back. 43 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Let me tell you about two good shops in town. Um, they're on the opposite sides of the world of one another, but, and they also do completely different work. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. I don't know that I've ever met anybody that knows as much about diesel as Nate does. Chevy, Ford, Dodge. He'll also change the oil on your wife's Escort and stuff like or, or Edge or whatever. He does good work. He's a guy that we can lean on as well. But if you have a diesel and everybody's hedging on what it is and there's a whole lot of guessing going on with your money, then I would suggest that you call Nate at Strictly Diesel. He'll call you back and ask him about it and see what he says. So that's the best diesel shop up in that area, bar none, if not in the whole valley. Then on the other side of town, we got Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. Thompson's, Brian, and Thelma come from two families that go back to the 60s in gas station and bay days when we used to fix cars. Both of them were born in environments that had a gasoline smell to them. So Thompson's Auto Repair has been around since 1970. They have ASE certified technicians. They know what's right and wrong. And there's never been an easier or more convenient way to keep your car in tip-top shape because they'll keep track of what it needs and what it doesn't. And that list of what it doesn't is as important or more important than that list of what it needs. But they're honest and they're dependable. So they're on Main Street just east of Stapley, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Harry, Harry, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, how are you doing today, Mark? Good, thank you. Very good. Good hearing your voice again. <laughs> thank you. Hey, I just caught, I just caught the tail end of your... Uh, your uh, description of the, your, uh, is, is that a camper trailer or is that a toy hauler or one? No, it's, it has, it's not a toy hauler. It's a camp trailer. It's a, a two axle okay. bumper pull camp trailer. Yes, sir. Right. That's kind of what I was. Now, do you have anything on your uh, website that has a description and all the things that are, you know, that it, that it has all the extras and whatever? Yeah, I can send that to you. Send me an email. My email address is Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark? Right. And and I will send it to you. I have a PDF that starts with, here's, here's, I'm I'm one of those guys that my wife makes fun of. As a matter of fact, my whole family (laughs) makes fun of me. But this is the list, and I have a three-column piece of paper. AC roof, Dexter axle, awnings, breakaway switch, electric jack, heater stat, LP grass grill, LP tanks, microwave high point, and I have all the model numbers and the serial numbers and all that kind of stuff. All the way down through the refrigerator, the smoke detector, the stabilizing jacks, the stereo, the toilet. You have a Thurford Aquamagic 5 Bravara Style Plus. <laughs> so I have all of that, and I have some pictures. I'm happy to send them to you. Okay. Does that... Uh, uh tell the year the manufacturer and whether it's steel or wooden frame um you know what you ask me that and i don't know the answer to that i don't know Uh, i i'm i'm quite sure it's got a steel frame under it but i'm thinking it's got the the frame up around you know that where the uh, aluminum is uh, attached to or or i I don't I don't know the answer to that, but I think I could pull a, no. a, an electrical cover socket off and look inside the wall there. 
or I could probably oh, okay. see the tail end of them on the bottom, or I could go up to the air conditioner. The answer is, is I, I can't tell you if it's a wood vertical and horizontal roof or whether it's metal. Right. I, I don't know. Might be able to, might be able to tell with a magnet maybe through the yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. What, what year was it made? It was uh, twelve. It, it's a twelve, and I don't oh, have okay. the production date on it. Um, oh, okay. And um, I'm just looking here. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I just don't have that on there. I'm sorry. And it has the how how long it is. Uh, Twenty-seven size, foot size. floor plan. Okay, and it's not a, it's not out. It's just no, normal. Yeah, it, it doesn't have. Doesn't have a slide out. No, it has no slide, slide out. out. No, no slide. Oh, okay. It's a it's a med entry, and when you walk in to the right, there's a large bedroom, and then there's a couch that folds out to a small sleeping. Okay. Straight ahead of you is the kitchen, the microwave, the stove, the sink. To your left is right. the dinette, and then if you go left, the Poopers on the left, and the showers on the right, and the the sink is in the middle. So it's okay. kind of a rear bathroom model. But anyway, you you can stop by and look at it if you want. We're open Monday through Friday. Just talk to Andy, my daughter, and uh, send me, and I'll I'll send you all the information. Okay, thanks a lot, Mark. Appreciate Are you welcome? Thank you very much. Okay, when it comes to buying stuff like that, we do lots of used car, used trucks, and motorhome checkouts. Not too long ago, we had a motorhome, and we insisted that if we were going to inspect it for a, a, a purchase for one of our customers, that they fill all the tanks with water before they bring it to us. And for whatever reason, we didn't accomplish that. We stuck the hose in the, the clean water tank, and we filled it up, and it held. But the gray water tank, which is the water from the sinks, um, leaked, and the black water tank leaked worse. And that's why it wasn't done. Those are big deals. That's a big repair. It's not easy. So it's one of those things that that's what you have to do when you check out a motorhome. Is you got to know what the date of the tires is. You have to know how much life the tire have on them. But is it going to be 10 years old day after tomorrow? Which means that tire has to come off the road. It's not by law. It's common sense. It's got to come off the road. And, And a lot of other things with respect to... Is is the toilet part still available? The answer is yes, because I replaced a couple. So those are the kinds of things that you have to deal with. So when I want you to think about this, your motorhome that you want to buy or the trailer you want to buy, I want you to pretend you're God and you just put your hand on the top of it and you pick it up off the road and you just shake it like that for probably 40 hours or 50 hours for a, a, you know, a, a month-long trip. You can imagine what's going to happen to that. So that's why it's important to have these kinds of things checked out in front of you and the electrical system and make sure those circuit breakers are not oversized. So there's a 30 where it shouldn't have a 30. It should have a 20. That means there's an electrical problem and the the additional 10 amps is causing a problem, but the 30 won't break where the 20 will. Those are the kinds of things you have to worry about. And we have another caller. Who might that be? Say hello to Bob. Bob, good morning. Good morning to you, Mark. Regarding the overheating and the oil problem, Sometime in the last century, I uh, built my first hot rod. I know anything I put in it. Uh, let's just say it used a little bit of oil and leaked a little bit. So anyway, being concerned about that, I found a little uh, tool or whatever it was that would hook into the oil line and 
tell me, well, it would actually shut the engine down because it was, it was hooked into, I don't know, I don't remember now what it was hooked into, but I do know that when my oil got too low, it would shut the engine down. I'm curious why, you know, we got our little idiot lights that come on and say, hey, uh, check your gauges, but why isn't something like that available for both uh, oil and uh, uh, temperature now? There are some cars that do have that, but there's a legal issue. So your uh, wife... lawyers. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, your wife is in a bad part of town. It's Saturday uh, or Sunday morning at 3 a.m., and the car begins to overheat, and the computer takes over and shuts her down in a bad part of town, and then bad things happen. So it's a very difficult situation. I think the newer model cars are going to give you a visual sign and an audio sign, and many of the newer model cars, three, four, and five years old, are going to talk to you. They're going to yell at you, hey. So then they, we are going to shut the air conditioning off, and if we can control the electric fans, we're probably going to turn on the electric fans. <laughs> and so in a, in a real way, we're going to do everything we can, but making decisions that may affect someone's safety or well-being, those are tough decisions to make. And I think you would agree that there are certain situations where Strandon, our, our wives, in a in a in a bad part of town or in a bad place, um, I would much rather pay for a motor than uh, have my wife hurt or something like that. You and me both appreciate it. Good answer. Uh, are you? Good thank you. You bet. And uh, Gil, I didn't catch his name. What was the last caller's name? I believe that was uh, Bob. It was Bob. Bob. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I just didn't write it down, and so I have to write. I have to keep that track. I got another caller for you if you like. Oh, I'm ready. Who is it? <laughs> Say hello to Ed. Ed, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I've got a 2020 Kona Hyundai uh, um, that I've got. It's a deceleration problem that Hyundai says it's supposed to have. I okay. put. I put four five. <clears throat> I went from uh, Sholo to Kentucky and back, 4,000 miles, no problem. I went from Sholo, and I came, as soon as I come off the rim, the front end felt like it was going to fall apart. So I thought there was a tire problem, so I pulled off the side of the road, problem. I get back on the road, same thing. In, in cruise control, they said you can't decelerate cruise control with the Hyundai. I don't believe that. I think there's something wrong. Well, wait, I've let's... Gone to okay, stop, gone to stop, 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 stop. Okay. I, I need something better than it feels like the front end's going to fall off. Is is the vibration in the steering wheel left and right or north and south or east and west? Is it a vibration that you can feel in the seat of your pants? Is it... it, it, it just? I need a better description than the front end's about it, ready to fall it, off. It feels like the tires are gone you know i mean it just really shakes the entire car and it, it it's going downhill uphill no problem it's downhill decelerating with the cruise control on okay well um if if you set the cruise control at 70 and it gets up to north of 70 it, it's we're going to we're going to do what we can to slow the car down and 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 i i, I would imagine some brake activity would do that um and a fast stop or a hard application of the brakes going fast downhill would would 
would shake the front end or could shake the front end, but there's so much more that needs to be done. Um, we need to disable the ABS and have you go drive it and and see if the ABS has anything to do with this. Let's eliminate that. And then we need to look at your alignment and your tire wear and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm uncle- I've not heard of this before, but, but frankly, the, we're a long way away from trying to decide what this is. On cruise control, most of the time we just kick at the cruise control if you exceed the value that you set, if you set it at 72 and you're at 75, we're going to take your throttle away. We're going to just, and we might apply the brakes. We might apply the brakes. But that's a kind of a collision avoidance system, and that would suggest that the front of the car sees something that it feels like because you didn't apply the brakes, then I'm going to apply the brakes. So I, I'm just unclear. Is this something that's known that you've done research on and it's it's well discussed on the Internet? No, I haven't done any of that research. But when, when, when I'm coming off the rim now to Payson, uh, it starts vibrating really bad. As soon as it, I hit the brakes, you know, just tap the brake, cruise control goes off, the problem goes away. Okay. And I, I've discussed it with Hyundai and Scottsdale several times, and they say, well, you're not supposed to use cruise control when you're decelerating. Well, I went 4,000 miles from Arizona to Kentucky and back and had no problem. Well, clearly what you've been told is a bunch of bull excrement, okay? Well, I know that. <laughs> okay? And, 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 and you, 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 I admire you for not being blunt with whoever was t- in, in in every part of our industry, people will look you in the eye and pretend they know what they're talking about. And they're going to throw crap all over everywhere to try to figure, just to get you out of there. The, obviously, your, the difference between your Kentucky trick and coming down off the rim is the weight of the car and the downhill run. So the question then becomes is, is what's going on? Are we actually applying the brakes? Because we may apply the brakes and it may shake the whole car. So if you gently no, apply... I don't apply the brakes. It's it's just in cruise control and uh, coming off the rim. Okay, I know that. I don't have much time. Are you exceeding where you set the cruise control? You set the cruise control at 65. Are you approaching 70 when this vibration occurs? No, it's... Uh, I set the cruise control at 55 because, you know, that road coming off the rim. I, I, I don't have much time. Just okay. answer my uh, questions for me. Just uh, uh, Probably about... Uh, 58, 59, it starts shaking. Okay, okay. Well, that's the key right there. That's the key right there. When I exceed, when I'm going downhill and exceed my set speed, the car is doing something that shakes the whole front end. And, and, and it could be warped rotors or something like that. So I don't know. I'd have to drive it. But the explanation you gave sounds rather suspicious to me. So I was with a bunch of friends, and they said, hey... They say, before you sign off, say, let's go, Brandon. And it has to do with a a car, a guy racing a car out at the track. So, NASCAR, let's go, Brandon. 